Hey, welcome everyone uh, to another episode of Spotlight uh, with Shabam. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Mastera. Mastera is uh, a platform for creators and pretty much anyone with skill to monetize their um, their their skill and their knowledge. Uh, today we have uh, a really really interesting uh, guest with us. Uh, uh, her name is Amy. Um, welcome, Amy, to the podcast. Thank you, Shabam. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, so Amy, Amy is a travel and lifestyle expert. She's a she's a blogger. Uh, she's an actor, host, and author. She has already published uh, multiple books, and uh, there are a few books that are already um, are going to come out in, in future. Um, her expert contributions have been sought after and featured in uh, national and local television outlets such as uh, Fox Business and Home Shopping Network. So. So we are pretty excited to have this conversation. And if you are interested in travel blogging or anything related to travel and wanting to monetize that, uh, please please stay tuned because uh, we'll have a lot of lot of great information to share. So with that, Amy, I'll I'll let you introduce yourself to the audience. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. Um, yes, I'm a travel lifestyle expert. I've always been passionate about travel since I was a kid. My dad actually was, uh, he worked for the airlines. He worked for Delta. And I used to have to fly back and forth between Kentucky and Florida to see my parents because they were separated. And I just, I think somewhere midair between families, I began falling in love with the spirit of travel, with the idea that when you travel, you can really expand your worldview, break out of your, the expectations that society has on you and really get to know new people and new cultures. And so that's probably where it all started and, you know, has led me to creating a online platform and covering travel and both local and national news and then being able to have a published book. So lots of exciting opportunities that came from just giving it a go and stepping foot and, and embracing the, you know, unknown i guess so to speak in this industry no that's that's amazing and and um just to share i've spoken to a lot of people and uh it just always sounds that uh, taking that first step into the unknown is is the way to go uh, a lot of people are sort of uh, not ready uh with that and uh, they're sort of scared and afraid but but my suggestion and pretty much everyone that i've talked to their suggestion has been take that first step and, and you won't regret um so it can so be kind of intimidating, you know, to, to yeah. look out there and say, I have this big, massive dream. And of course, we all want to be at the pinnacle of that massive dream right away. But it all starts with one step. And if you do one little thing every single day to get you closer to that big, great goal, then you're making progress. But just staring at it and being overwhelmed at it and never doing anything because you're frozen with fear or uncertainty will never get you any closer to that goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, I'm 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 just curious. What was that first step or first trip that you took, uh, where you were like, "Hey, I love traveling. Uh, this is this is what I want to do." Yeah, actually, my very first trip, I went on. Sorry, I just kicked the camera. I went on a a youth group trip to Jamaica. That was one of my first overseas trips that I ever did, and it was more of a charity type of trip to kind of help um, those who were less fortunate and. I think it helped me a whole lot more than anybody else 
you know, that mm -hmm. we were trying to help because it really taught me that there was a great big world out there and it immediately changed my worldview from the very small bubble that I had, you know, growing up with my family. I think that was certainly one of the biggest moments. Another big moment was the day I sat down with my best friends and I had had, we both had young children and all I had ever wanted to do was host a travel show. And to me, that was like the best way to get into travel. And I love being on camera and I had done some hosting work and I really just wanted to be a part of a travel show. But um, surprisingly enough, they weren't handing travel shows out back then. I don't know why. I don't know why they wouldn't ask me to host their travel show. Um, but they just weren't. And I wasn't, I was running into a roadblock there. I felt limited by my geography because I didn't live in LA. I didn't live in places where they were creating TV shows. And my friend just looked at me and said, why don't you make your own? And the thought really never connected that I could do that because I wasn't a TV show creator. I wasn't a producer. I wasn't, you know, a director. I wasn't all of those things that I felt a person would need to be to just create a travel show. But it, it, it was that spark that I needed. And she was that cheerleader that I needed that could look at me and say, I think you can do it. So what are you waiting for? And, you know, just listening to that voice and letting it be that spark of creativity and then following those little kind of crumbs where it's like, oh, well, this person thinks I can do it. Or wait, you know, I could see how this could work. Let's try to put that piece together. And, and slowly but surely, you're just kind of connecting those pieces, almost like Legos and finding out what it's going to create. And sometimes you don't even know what it's going to end up looking like at the end, but it's just being a pioneer enough, you know, an explorer, someone who's willing to break out of their normal and think differently to get you to that point. So I would say that taking that first trip overseas as a teenager away from my family was certainly one because I didn't have my family's expectations hovering over me. I was able to be myself. And then having my best friend tell me, I think you could do it was enough to give me that confidence and that spark to take that first step forward. Gotcha. And when was, when was that? Uh, what, what age or what, what time frame was that? Uh, so I was, um, then when my best friend talked to me, I was 28, 29. Oh. And uh, I know I look the same <laughs> 10 years ago. Um, I was, yeah, I had a new, I had a, a two-year-old daughter I, I and she had been had some challenges when she was born and we were in the middle of the great recession and we actually had just filed for bankruptcy and foreclosure and we had financially lost everything we could lose and my friend was like yeah you could start a tv show and I was like I have nothing but mm -hmm. okay when you're starting from the bottom you have only upwards to go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. yeah it's, and that was another thing. I was like, I'm almost 30. I haven't created, you know, I haven't got to this specific goal, this dream in my heart that I've had forever. Is it going to be too late? And she was like, no, just do it today. Mm -hmm. You know, so the, that's the awesome. Holdback, you can see those holdbacks that were in my head of like, oh, my age, oh, my financial situation. Oh, I have a small child. Like, Oh, my geography. Like I had all these excuses for why I couldn't do the great big thing that was in my heart to do. Mm -hmm. But ultimately it was an opportunity for me to get creative, to get around those. No, that that makes sense. Uh, uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. 10 years ago, 
and I, I can see that now if, if we look back I would say that's the perfect time um, to start something like that because because now the space is a lot more competitive and pretty much everyone wants to do it and, and starting 10 years ago is a huge huge well, advantage. And you know what it's really interesting you're right but at the time that was the feedback that I got from other people. I asked a um, another travel writer at the time. She was just a writer. Social media wasn't taking over. Instagram was still very new. Mm -hmm. And Facebook was just a place to visit with family. And yeah. she said, oh, you want to be a travel? You want to get into travel writing? Because I started talking to her when I created my blog. She said, oh, everybody does it. It's going to be so hard for you to get mm -hmm. into it. And she was right everyone who could get into print travel writing was so it was that part was right. somewhat competitive right. but what was new was social media and so there was this opportunity right. to harness social media to promote what you were writing on your own and so independent freelance writers were just starting to grow and so I have this opportunity to pioneer a new industry. And so that's what I would tell people today is certainly it has become very competitive, but what's new? Go there. Don't try to do what everybody else is doing. Try to harness the new technology and the new methods and, and do that your way. No, that's, that's, that's amazing suggestion. Um, Couple of questions on on that. Uh, first, I was wanting to ask. Um, you mentioned you had kids uh, when you started at uh, like ten years ago. I think a lot of our listeners will be in the same sort of spot. They are sort of putting those road roadblocks in their head that hey, I have family, I have kids, I have job, I have this thing. So uh, I'm I'm just curious, how was that the case with you as well? Like in terms of managing kids as you travel and all. And if yes, how did you overcome that? Uh, some some help there or suggestions there? You know, you have to take the help where you can get it. I remember days of going to do coverage, you know, on the radio. I would get a chance to go and talk on the radio. And, you know, of course, a lot of this new stuff that I did didn't pay. It's just exposure and it's street credit. But there was there was one day I remember I woke up and I had totally forgotten because it was out of my normal routine that I had a 9 a.m. interview. And I had to be downtown, 30 minutes away from where I lived. And I, my husband was at work and I had this young child and I was like, what am I going to do? I cannot bring her into a radio studio. She'll be noisy. And I mm -hmm. literally threw my clothes on, drove to my best friend's house and was like, I'm so glad you're home. Can you please take my child? And I dropped her off. And, you know, having that network and that support system can be crucial. And mm -hmm. if you don't have one, um, A, try to build one. Um, but B, you were just going to have to become extremely clever about the way that you do things. And honestly, today is awesome because thanks to COVID, um, more and more people are doing things remote. So you can be at home right. and do that. And, you know, your family can still be home and find a quiet space. Hopefully they might interrupt you, but it's so much more normal. And so you don't get that stigma attached to that disruption that you might have prior when everyone expected you to be so perfect and pretend you don't have any problems and the level of authenticity is so much higher now that people yeah, are yeah. a little bit more okay with you being real you know don't right, use it as right. an excuse and don't flake out but you know there's there's more forgiveness i think than ever before yeah. Nice, nice. No, that's awesome. 
Um, the other thing uh, you mentioned was uh, uh, go where uh, the opportunity is now, which you did in uh, 2009 or eight timeframe. Um, so what are your thoughts there? Um, what yeah. any any suggestions or any upcoming things that you're seeing right now for someone who's just starting out or who has been sort of stuck for the last two, three years and not able to sort of find that, uh, that spot? Any suggestions there? I think these might be really obvious answers because you know they are they're getting a lot of buzz but obviously tiktok is still growing and, and we saw some success with tiktok just i was getting on there with my kids and just having fun over um quarantine and we were able to get like an incredible amount of followers very quickly you know mm -hmm. so stop beating yourself you know up for not getting followers on instagram go where the algorithm is going to favor you and you can get those followers because you can always use those numbers elsewhere. And also now more and more brands reach out to me and want me to do stuff on TikTok, but it's not mm -hmm. the same niche most of the time. Like they might want me to do beauty on there or something else. And the following that we have on there is family based. Um, also, you've got YouTube. They have their short form video kind of TikTok copy that they're doing. So look mm -hmm. into that. Um, Clubhouse, of course, is a great opportunity to lay down roots, be on the bottom floor, network with people. I don't have as much of a presence on there. Um, I don't like to hear people talk, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but I think that the networking is amazing on there and I'm yeah, not yeah. will ever do it. I just have struggled to break into that um, particular genre, but mm -hmm. anything that's new and that you're hearing buzz that's where you need to be looking don't look at the stuff that's already established that is just like i said beating your head against the wall trying to be successful with it because it's you're just going to keep beating yourself in the head or if you do go to those standard ones like instagram always be using whatever is their newest installment so use reels and then that's going to push you forward on the algorithm um, but yeah don't be afraid to be a pioneer don't be afraid to be different because when I started, I would go to like media events around town if we were gonna cover a hotel or a restaurant and they would look at us and say, oh, there were very few of us back then. Oh, you're the bloggers or you know, the blogger. Mm -hmm. They want to like, give you that like patronizing, mm -hmm. like you don't have a real job. And now we show up and they're like, oh, the bloggers, the Instagrammers, the right. social media people, mm -hmm. are, the influencers are here. And the attitude has shifted. And so right now, you know, maybe you're a clubhouser and you show up and people are like, clubhouse, nice. But like in three or four years, clubhouse may have, you know, completely eclipsed Instagram. So don't be afraid to be a pioneer, but always be looking to adapt. Always be an early adapter. Whatever's happening, don't wait too long because you might miss out. Makes sense. Makes sense. And, and actually, I remember speaking to someone else as well, and they also recommended um, the similar, they had the same similar recommendation that um, these newer platforms, their algorithms are very, very favorable. They want people to have followers. They want to grow their network uh, effects and all of that. So, so that completely makes sense that, that go, go to those, uh, those uh those newer sort of networks and newer sort of platforms because the established ones are sort of uh acting cocky and, and stuff like that with their with their algorithms they are not sort of very inviting right now so so that makes sense absolutely how tv has evolved you know when netflix was just coming out you maybe a 
maybe a new TV show that was trying to sell to a network would go to cable and try to sell and, and maybe they got kicked off, but they got on Netflix. I mean, now look at Netflix. So many of us have unplugged and don't even have cable anymore. Yeah. So don't let Instagram be your cable that you keep trying to sell to cable when really you need to be on Netflix or Hulu. Um, right. Be thinking out of the box instead of stuck in whatever is normal for everybody else. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, another another thing I'm curious about is uh, since you are in travel and we wanted to take some information or some gold out of that niche as well. So, um, so what are your suggestions specifically in the travel segment at this time? Um, do you do you feel like there are uh, sort of similar question any any specific uh, newer opportunities that are sort of coming up within travel at this time or uh, something else for, for all the budding entrepreneurs and creators out there who love traveling, who have super high passion for traveling and they want to do just traveling. So any, any suggestions for those people? I, I could come up with a couple. I know there's a lot of buzz right now and a lot of travel experts are sharing where um, some of the visitors bureaus from different company from different countries will have basically a um, they'll sponsor a student or any person to come out and be like their social media ambassador and you, they'll pay for you to come out there and, and live there and it's your job to cover that destination. So look for those opportunities. Sometimes you can find them on the visitors bureau sites. So mm -hmm. that would be, for instance, like visit Malta or, you know wherever, but fill in the blank. Um, visitors bureaus are in fact a really incredible resource for those who are covering travel, but they were really looking for either serious media coverage or a lot of impressions. So you have to be able to show consistency with your impressions, which would be why going to TikTok would be really great because if you pick up speed over there, you can get great impressions and numbers fairly quickly. So that then when you go to sell yourself, you have some great impressions. You also want to show, I think, consistency. You also want to have a niche. So more than ever, you have to kind of hone in on what your specific area of travel will be. Now, I'm, I'm actually probably a bit broad for a lot mm -hmm. of people. I do travel and lifestyle. The reason that I branched into doing more lifestyle is because I've had small children and they have school and they have things that they have to do. So I couldn't travel 24 seven, like a lot of people. I mean, some people right. do travel with their families, but that just wasn't realistic for our particular situation, given some of our other responsibilities. So I had to kind of cover sure. multiple things, but I try to keep it all within the lens of travel, but luxury travel was kind of one of the things that I focused in specifically, but on my blog, I tried to hone in on doing these more list type blogs. So I would do 24 hours in Cuba, you know, in Havana, 24 hours in Savannah, 48 hours in New York, and basically cover where to eat, sleep, and play. And so people love that kind of thing because when they're going to a town, they want to know what to do. They want to know where to stay. So that became kind of a niche for me specifically on my blog. So find something like that, that, you know, hone into your niche. Some people, I went to a workshop one time with my friend, um, Angie from Angie Away, and she said, you know, maybe you're a hot travel couple and all you do are, you know, hot travel photos, or maybe you, you know, are colorful and you just 
take pictures of you in really rainbow colorful dresses everywhere you travel or maybe you're that person that is really good at getting points and figuring out how to get free travel and there's guy for that there's the points guy but just saying like what's your niche i'll put it like this what is your superpower do you have a special hidden superpower that you don't even know is your superpower like you don't even think of it as special but it's something that you're really good at i have one um and it's all around packing and so i'm actually starting to build content for youtube for that but you know are you really good at packing do you have any special hacks or tricks or knacks that you can share are you adding value or are you inspiring people kind of know where you're coming from there and when you pitch yourself to a destination if they haven't come to you first you need to pitch from that angle well this is all that i can cover or i'm going to include you in a roundup or i'm going to provide photos for you like what do you have to offer um and don't be afraid to know your worth but if you're not established you don't have a record to show so kind of showing consistency and when i first started doing it i did a lot of free stuff before i ever got paid because mm -hmm. that's how you show what you can do but then there is that time where you start charging makes sense makes sense now that's that's uh that's great information and great suggestion thanks amy um so um uh, the other thing I wanted to share with our listeners is, uh, like I said earlier, she is an author as well. Um, so she she also published a book recently, 100 Things to Do in Jacksonville, right? Um, 100 Things to Do in Jacksonville Before You Die. Okay. Magic. Yeah. Got it right there. Mm -hmm. um, Let's talk about that. Jacksonville, which is where I live. It's in North Florida. A lot of people don't think of Jacksonville as a destination. They know us for our NFL team, which is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They may know us because we are near the beach and we are the first city. Sometimes hurricanes like to come and visit us. Um, but Jacksonville is actually a really incredible multicultural city. It's the biggest city geographically in the continental United States. And it's extremely diverse with many, many things to do. So I was honored to get to be included in this title. My publisher, Reedy Press, does these books in um, destinations, cities all over North America, including Canada. And so they spoke to me, they came to me about writing 100 Things to Do in Jacksonville Before You Die. And it's a really cool book. Every page is like a new thing to do. And then there's suggested itineraries nice. at, at the end. And I actually have another title I'll be writing for them that'll come out in the fall of 2022. Yes, 2022, and that will be a scavenger hunt. So lots of fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, do do check out the book. Uh, um, and and I have personally been to Jacksonville once, and I I loved it, loved that place, loved the city. It was a it was a two day trip. So so yeah, I would I would uh, I would agree with Amy that there's a lot to do there. It's it's a beautiful beautiful place. Um, yeah. So um, so yeah, any. Uh, anything uh, on that book or any suggestions uh, that you want, you can always reach out to Amy at uh, um, at her blog, which is amywesttravel.com. Um, and and, uh, and you can also email her and contact her. There's an email right there on that, uh, on that website and blog. Um, so before we let you go, Amy, uh, my last question, which I pretty much ask everyone is... Um, <clears throat> is uh, is your spotlight uh, is your spotlight moment uh if uh if you can think of a spotlight moment in your life or sort of career so far that has uh, sort of brought you to this place where you are where you're super influential and sort of writing books and doing so much stuff 
uh, what would that spotlight moment be? Um, just uh, just gear us there. Wow, that is that's a tough one. I did kind of <laughs> I kind of briefly discussed it there at the beginning. Is just being open to the encouragement from other people. You know that moment that my my best friend sat with me. We were both teary eyed from being exhausted and she wanted to be a children's book author and, and I wanted to get paid to travel for a living and host a travel TV show and do what I love on camera and do all these things. And we just sat there both feeling at the rock bottom and us both pushing each other to say like, you can do this. I believe in you. I would say that that was a huge spotlight moment for me. And, you know, I was not the only one who benefited from that moment because she's actually a published children's book author now. Her name oh, wow. is Bowles, and she has um, already one great book out and, and several more coming out this year and next year. And so, you know, 10 years later for us to both look back and say like, where would we have been without each other cheering each other on and believing in each other? I don't know. And so I think it, to me, more than anything, one of my biggest lessons in life is build relationships. Your who you know, you know, people will say all the time, oh, it's who you know that gets you where you're going. Well, it is who you know, but it's it's how you treat the people that you know. And if you invest into people, they will invest in you. And it's a long game. It is not a short game. Usually it's years and years of being friends and being good to people, um, but it will come back around. And so really be good to people build relationships and believe in yourself that's amazing that's amazing uh thanks amy for sharing that this was uh, this was great I, I really enjoyed the conversation and i'm sure uh, our listeners uh, got a lot of information and perspective uh, about travel uh, blogging uh, just getting started uh, being successful and, and where to find those little spots uh, for for the success going forward and and never underestimate yourself i think that's one of the key learning um, wherever you are whatever spot you're in um find that support system and, and you can do it um, so yeah so much more than we think that we are and um, i try to remind myself that every day even when you feel down I'm like you you've got this you know well thank you so much for having me on this has been yeah. an honor and a privilege and i really appreciate it yeah thanks amy i appreciate it Oh, take care.